Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is the Wikipedia page for Margaret Wise Brown. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. Well, Margaret Wise Brown, this page was actually picked by Rachel because... Well, not only is she the original author of Goodnight Moon, but I kind of scrolled through this article and saw that she has kind of a crazy story. So I thought it would make a good episode. I love crazy stories. I really do, actually. That's one of my favorite parts about Wikipedia pages when you read about someone's life and it is bonkers. Yeah, I know. And you kind of put this down when I put out the idea, but I think you might like it. What? Did, did I put... Why Why would I put this down? Why? What, why did I put this page down? Because I suggested it and you didn't know who she was and you were like, what's this going to be? You're like, this is going to be stupid. Yeah, I always assume that every page that you pick is going to be terrible. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. I know. I know. All right. So I guess let's get this one started and see how it goes. All right. Margaret Whoa, Wise. whoa. <laughs> so we have a thing, everybody, uh, Wiki listeners, is that the person that reads the introduction is the one that starts off and... Rachel just threw that out the window. But let's get started. Margaret Wise Brown. Timothy Hay redirects here. For the plant, see Timothy Grass. Margaret Wise Brown. May 23rd, 1910, 
to November 13, 1952, was an American writer of children's books, including Goodnight Moon and The Runaway Bunny, both illustrated by Clement Hurd. She has been called the Laureate of the Nursery for her achievements. I just want to point out how crazy it is that that beginning part says Timothy Hay redirects there and it does not redirect to Timothy Grass because they're the same thing and that makes absolutely no sense that it would redirect to this page. Good point. Yep. Life and career. Brown was born in Brooklyn, New York, the middle child of three of Maud Margaret Johnson and Robert Bruce Brown. She was the granddaughter of politician Benjamin Gratz Brown. Her parents had an unhappy marriage. She was initially raised in Brooklyn's Greenpoint neighborhood and attended Chateau Brilliantmont Boarding School in Lausanne, Switzerland in 1923, while her parents were living in India and Canterbury, Connecticut. In 1925, she attended the Kew Forest School. She began attending Dana Hall School in Wellesley, Massachusetts in 1926, where she did well in athletics. After graduation in 1928, Brown went on to Hollins College in Roanoke, Virginia. Brown was an avid, lifelong beagler and was noted for her ability to keep pace on foot with the hounds. Uh, oh, okay. It's a beagler is somebody who wrangles beagles when they're hunting. It's... No, beagling is the hunting mainly of hares and also rabbits, but definitely not foxes by beagles by scent. Exactly. She wrangles the beagles during the hunting. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. Specifically of rabbits, but not fox. Yeah, I know. I read the same thing. I just (laughs) paraphrased it so that it was easier to understand. But you didn't understand it. So I guess I didn't do my job. Following her graduation with a BA in English from Hollins in 1932, Brown worked as a teacher and also studied art. While working at the Bank Street Experimental School in New York City, she started writing books for children. Bank Street promoted a new approach to children's education and literature, emphasizing the real world and the here and now. This philosophy influenced Brown's work. She was also inspired by the poet Gertrude Stein, whose literary style influenced Brown's own writing. Brown's first published children's book was When the Wind Blew, published in 1937 by Harper and Brothers. Impressed by Brown's here-and-now style, W.R. Scott hired her as his first editor in 1938. Through Scott, she published the Noisy Book Series, among others. As editor at Scott, one of Brown's first projects was to recruit contemporary authors to write children's books for the company. Ernest Hemingway and John Steinbeck neglected to respond, but Brown's hero Gertrude Stein accepted the offer. Stein's book, The World is Round was illustrated by Clement Hurd, who had previously teamed with Brown on W.R. Scott's Bumblebugs and Elephants, considered perhaps the first modern board book for babies. Brown and Hurd later teamed on the children's book classic The Runaway Bunny and Goodnight Moon, published by Harper. In addition to publishing a number of Brown's books under her editorship, W.R. Scott published Edith Thatcher Hurd's first book, Hurry Hurry, and Esper Slobakina's classic, Caps for Sale. From 1944 to 1946, Doubleday published three picture books written by Brown under the pseudonym Golden MacDonald, co-opted from her friend's handyman. 
and illustrated by Leonard Weisgard. Weisgard was a runner-up for the Caldecott Medal in 1946, and he won the 1947 medal for Little Lost Lamb and The Little Island. Two more of their collaborations appeared in 1953 and 1956 after Brown's death. The Little Fisherman, illustrated by Dolov Ipkar, was published in 1945. The Little Fur Family, illustrated by Garth Williams, was published in 1946. Early in the 1950s, she wrote several books for the Little Golden Books series, including The Color Kittens, Mr. Dog, and Scooper's the Sailor Dog. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this quick message. Thank you for listening to that message and supporting Wiki Listen. We really appreciate it. Personal Life and Death While at Holland's, she was briefly engaged. She dated for some time an unknown, good, quiet man from Virginia, had a long-running affair with William Gatson, and had a summer romance with Preston Scoyer. In the summer of 1940, Brown began a long-term relationship with Blanche Oelrichs. Gay, 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 gay. She gay. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. She is gay. (laughs) Blanche Oelrichs. Nom de plume Michael Strange. Poet, playwright, actress, and the former wife of John Barrymore. The relationship which began as a mentoring one, eventually became romantic and included cohabitating at 10 Gracie Square in Manhattan beginning in 1943. As a studio, they used Cobble Court, a wooden house later moved to Charles Street. Oilerix, who was almost 20 years Brown's senior, died in 1950. Brown went by various nicknames in different circles of friends. To her Dana School and Holland's friends, she was Tim, and her hair was the color of Timothy Hay. To Bank Street friends, she was Brownie. To William Gaston, she was Goldie. In keeping with the use of Golden McDonald as the author of The Little Island. That's where Timothy Hay comes from. I guess. Yeah. I guess. So, uh, wish you could go back in time and change your rant. No, it's still kind of ridiculous. Okay. All right. All right. In 1952, Brown met James Stillman Pebble Rockefeller Jr. at a party and they became engaged. Later that year, while on a book tour in Nice, France, she died at 42 of an embolism, shortly after surgery for an ovarian cyst. Kicking up her leg to show her nurses how well she was feeling caused a blood clot that had formed in her leg to dislodge and travel to her heart. Whoa. Yeah. That's nuts. I know. She was kicking up her leg to show how good she felt and then dislodged a blood clot that traveled to her heart. Wow. tragic. It's also kind of ironic. Yes. By the time of Brown's death, she had authored well over 100 books. Her ashes were scattered at her island home, The Only House, in Vinalhaven, Maine. Legacy. Brown bequeathed the royalties to many of her books, including Goodnight Moon and The Runaway Bunny, to Albert Clark, the son of a neighbor who was nine years old when she died. In 2000, reporter Joshua Prager detailed in the Wall Street Journal the troubled life of Mr. Clark, who has squandered the millions of dollars the books have earned him and who believes that Brown was his mother, a claim others dismissed. Yeah, but it sounds like he was his mother. She was his mother. Wait, but 
Was he the nine-year-old? The son of a neighbor uh, who was nine years old. Yes, he was a nine-year-old, and she bequeathed all of her the earnings no, I, for these yeah. books to him. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe she had an affair, but how does that know? Because that doesn't I don't make know. any. Something is up, but she yeah. did give him all the money, so something's up. Yeah, something's up. Like I said, crazy story. Brown left over seventy unpublished manuscripts. After unsuccessfully trying to sell them, her sister Roberta Brown Rouch kept them in a cedar trunk for decades. In 1991, her future biographer Amy Gary of Watermark Inc. rediscovered the paper-clipped bundles, more than 500 typewritten pages in all, and set about getting the stories published. Many of Brown's books have been reissued with new illustrations decades after their original publication. Many more of her books are still in print with the original illustrations. Her books have been translated into several languages. Biographies on Brown for Children have been written by Leonard S. Marcus, Harper Paperbacks 1999, Jill C. Wheeler, Checkerboard Books 2006, and Amy Gary Flatiron Books 2017. There is a Freudian analysis of her classic series of bunny books by Claudia H. Pearson. Have a carrot, look again press 2010 that is such a wild sentence yep (laughs) yeah i read it though in popular culture a fictional version of brown appears in sarah geo's 2014 novel goodnight june in the book a series of letters between brown and the character ruby crane are used to show how crane's friendship with brown and her seattle washington bookstore were influential in the writing of goodnight moon selected works during her lifetime Brown essentially had four publishers, Harper and Brothers, W.R. Scott, Doubleday, and Little Golden Books. The books written for Doubleday were published under the pseudonym Golden McDonald's. I know we read that name earlier, but it's still funny. Golden McDonald. It uh, sounds like a, an award McDonald's uh, gives out or a sex position. Yes. All were unpaged picture books illustrated by Leonard Weisgard. Two appeared after her death. When the Wind Blew, illustrator Rosalie Slocum, Harper and Brothers, 1937, reissued by HarperCollins in 1986, illustrations Jeffrey Hayes. Bumblebugs and Elephants, a big and little book, illustrated Clement Hurd, W.R. Scott, 1938. I'm going to propose that we stop reading giant lists. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you want to read this entire list of her selected works, everyone, please hurry over to her page. There's lots of great information, but because this doesn't really tell much more of a story, it's still interesting if you want to attest to her legacy. Yep. Yep, says the woman who picked the page. Well, it was still a good page other than that. It it was good. Do you have anything that you want to wrap up that, like, say, like some last words? About uh, about how excited you are that she's gay. <laughs> Happy Pride, everyone. I realize that it's now July, but Pride is forever. And go read yourself some queer literature, such as Goodnight Moon. If you are homophobic and you have children, um, I guess you can't read that anymore to your kids. All right. Way to throw shade. This has been the Wikipedia page for Margaret Wise Brown. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten. 
except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We'll read it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.